We are continuing the chapter called Of the Means of Getting Money, of the Signs of the Change of a Lover's Feelings, and of the Way to Get Rid of Him. As always, this part of this book is on courtesans. Please keep that in mind. That is who this is talking about, not just your normal relationship. A woman should always know the state of the mind, of the feelings, and of the disposition of her lover towards her from the changes of his temper, his manner, and the color of his face. The behavior of a waning lover is as follows. He gives the woman either less than is wanted or something else than that which is asked for. He keeps her in hopes by promises. He pretends to do one thing and does something else. He does not fulfill her desires. He forgets his promises or does something else than that which he has promised. He speaks with his own servants in a mysterious way. He sleeps in some other house under the pretense of having to do something for a friend. Lastly, he speaks in private with the attendance of a woman with whom he was formerly acquainted. Now, when a courtesan finds that her lover's disposition towards her is changing, she should get possession of all his best things before he becomes aware of her intentions and allow a supposed creditor to take them away forcibly from her in satisfaction of some pretended debt. After this, if the lover is rich and has always behaved well towards her, she should ever treat him with respect. But if he is poor and destitute, she should get rid of him, as if she had never been acquainted with him in any way before. The means of getting rid of a lover are as follows. Describing the habits and vices of the lover is disagreeable and censurable, with the sneer of the lip and the stamp of the foot. Speaking on a subject which he is not acquainted, showing no admiration for his learning, and passing a censure on it, putting down his pride, seeking the company of men who are superior to him in learning and wisdom, showing a disregard for him on all occasions, censuring men possessed of the same faults as her lover, expressing dissatisfaction at the ways and means of employment used by him, not giving her her mouth to kiss, refusing access to her jagana, that being the part of her body be, between the navel and the thighs, showing a dislike for the wounds made by his nails and teeth, not pressing close up against him at the time when he embraces her, keeping her limbs without movement at the time of Congress, desiring him to enjoy her when he is fatigued, laughing at his attachment to her, not responding to his embraces, turning away from him when he begins to embrace her, pretending to be sleepy, going out visiting or into company when she perceives his desire to enjoy her during the daytime, misconstructing his words, laughing without any joke or at the time of any joke made by him, laughing under some pretense, looking with side glances at her own attendants and clapping her hands when he says anything, interrupting him in the middle of his stories and beginning to tell other stories herself, reciting his faults and vices and declaring them to be incurable, saying words to her female attendants calculated to cut the heart of her lover to the quick, taking care not to look at him when he comes to her, asking him what cannot be granted, and after all, finally dismissing him. There are also two verses on the subject as follows. The duty of a courtesan consists in forming connections with suitable men after due and full consideration, and attaching the person with whom she is united to herself, in obtaining wealth from the person who is attached to her, and then dismissing him after she has taken away all his possessions. A courtesan leading in this manner the life of a wife is not troubled with too many lovers, and yet obtains abundance of wealth. Thus ends this chapter. 
So essentially, a courtesan leads a materialistic life. That's sad. Uh, at the same time, it's kind of interesting because all these things she does, I think we do today. Uh, I have seen all these actions done um, in modern days. So we really haven't changed that much as people. We react and do things and you know, all these hundreds of years later and we're kind of still the same people as we always were. So when we talk about society's changing, this changed, whatever, yeah, I could, all these things I think I've done and others have done to me and I've seen done, I haven't changed that much. It's kind of interesting. Kind of interesting. All right. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.